Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, Todd. Hello, Ryan. What's going on, bud? Nothing. Oh, wait. It's an episode of Daily Strong. Yeah. That's what's going on. You know, we've gotten some comments, Todd. I I've received a comment or two about the music. People are like, eh. So I'll tell you what, if there are any musically inclined, so I have zero musical talent. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. Todd, I, I'd imagine you're the same way. Somewhat. Somewhat. I have, I have been, I, I, I used to play the guitar. Oh. Yeah. It's been like 10 years though. Okay. I probably am pretty bad at it now. There might be some people out there in, in YouTube land who are pretty good at this stuff. If you've got an idea for a better intro, track or if you can make one if you like people don't like our intro song yeah not really so let's no, let's right. fix that we'll crowdsource it we'll crowd yeah we'll see if uh see if the crowd has an, a suggestion or an idea but uh we're certainly inspect and adapt right we're, we're open to that idea but today though todd when does uat happen in scrum during a sprint during a sprint there's my there's my guy <laughs> so i uh <laughs> Here's the thing. I And Ryan, I was, go. <laughs> so I was actually teaching. I was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I love Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, it's a great city. Um, lots of cool companies there. And I was I was co-teaching with a really good friend of ours, Rich Vistoski. Right. So Rich and I were teaching a combination applying professional scrum plus the Kanban course. So professional scrum with Kanban. We did this combo course. It was awesome. The client was super happy. And then this question popped up, when do we do UAT? And I just, I, I, it's one of those where you've seen me do this so many times, Todd, where the words come out and I can't catch it. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is, I just, sometimes I just fire away and uh, I go, UAT is an anti-pattern. Don't do it. <laughs> and I, and I, I love your answer on this because it really reinforces my thoughts on this. If, if we're doing this phase gate at the end of a sprint for UAT for user acceptance testing, we've missed the boat. Yeah, I, I, I agree hundred percent. And I just think about how, like, well, so, you know, what else I've seen too, is like, let's do four sprints with the work and then go through UAT. Yeah. 
Okay. And now we have a release candidate that may or may not be integrated. It may or may not be good. What happens if we find a problem and it was from three sprints ago? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing? Or an excuse not to attend a sprint review. Well, we're, we're going to get it in UAT in a few weeks. So yeah. why should I attend a sprint review? In yeah. fact, I, 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 I like it in the other half. I prefer, prefer an excuse not to go to the sprint review because we've already seen everything. Yeah. But you go to the sprint review then to get an update as to what the future is going to hold, you know? So like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just delaying, um, delaying the inevitable, right? And rework and all this other stuff and quality problems. It's just, it, it, there's so many things that happen when you, when you have a UAT period that are, that are not good. As a scrum team, we always need to be in a situation where we could release. UAT stops that. UAT, UAT creates a phase gate that prevents our ability to release. Look, we are not using Scrum to break up our projects into pretty little pieces. We're not trying to sprint over waterfalls here. We're trying to be opportunistic in the marketplace. And when you put UAT as a phase gate at the end, you're taking away your product owner's ability to be opportunistic. You're taking away the product owner's ability to say go. Mm -hmm. That's a mistake. It is a mistake. And, you know, I, I, people will say then, well, how does it, how do you handle it then? Where, like, what do you, what do you do to get use, UA user acceptance? Yeah, it's, um, here, here's a, here's a, if you're in this situation now, here's something you can try. Add a bullet point to your definition of done that says passes UAT. So any go. PBI during a sprint that you consider to be done can only be considered done if somebody outside external to the scrum team has validated it, right? There Maybe it's a customer or a stakeholder, somebody there, right? How, how do you feel about that? Is that a, is that a plausible solution? Right? I love it. I think it's going to expose all the delays and issues. It's going to force the organization to look at why this is a holdup. It's probably going to slow down some work for a sprinter, but it's going to get us to address this head on and uh, to get us to come up with a system that still, look, it's not a bad thing. To have a had to have someone put a set of eyes on a, on some work before it goes live, that's not a bad thing. But let's work it into our current. Pro let's work on the effectiveness of that, right? We want to make sure that that's happening in a sprint, so it doesn't take away future decisions. I love it, Todd. It'll yeah. that'll bring every problem to the forefront, and it gives us an opportunity to solve it. It does, yeah, it does. And uh, and maybe it's going to seem radical at first, but try it and see what happens. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Or maybe there's some other solutions. Like, how do you get away from having a gate is what Ryan is, 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 is we're saying here, right? Uh, avoid a gate. A gate is just nothing but um, what we've seen in the past cause problems. Hashtag so. no phase gates. <laughs> Hashtag no phase gates. <laughs> so we'll add that to the, uh, to the, to the socials, but uh Todd, I think that's it. I think that's a good one for now. And so, so leave us your comments. We want to know what, what you think. So shoot us a comment uh, here on, on the YouTubes. Let us know. Do you have follow-up questions? How have you handled UAT as a scrum team in the past? Check out our socials. A lot of good information dropping there. Like and subscribe. Smash that like button, right, Todd? Smash the like button. Check out the videos below. The YouTube algorithm has curated them just for you. And uh, you know what? We hope you consider this. If you're using UAT right now, don't get, don't be mad at us. Consider the the suggestion Todd made. Try it for a sprint or two. See if it leads to something great. Let us know in the comments or give us a better suggestion. We'd love to hear your thoughts too. But uh, I'm Ryan Ripley. That was Todd Miller. Go forth and have a great day. See you, everybody.
Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.